You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. episode we'll be talking about deep purple machine head in the room i have rob hi ben and john come on (laughs) machine head is the sixth studio album released by the english rock band deep purple released march 25th 1972 on warner brothers records the producer was deep purple and the genre is hard rock heavy metal and uh from all music review eduardo rivadavia Led Zeppelin's fourth album, Black Sabbath, Paranoid, and Deep Purple's Machine Head have stood the test of time as the holy trinity of English hard rock and heavy metal, serving as the fundamental blueprints followed by virtually every hard rock band since the early 70s. And although it's probably the least celebrated of the three, Machine Head contains the mother of all guitar riffs, and one of the first learned by every beginning guitarist in Smoke on the Water. Inspired by real-life events in Monterey, Switzerland, where Deep Purple were recording the album when the Monterey Casino was burned to the ground during a Frank Zappa concert, neither the song nor its timeless riff should need any further description. However, Machine Head was anything but a one-trick pony, introducing the bona fide classic opener Highway Star, which epitomizes all of Deep Purple's intensity and versatility while featuring perhaps the greatest soloing duel ever between guitarist Richie Blackmore and organist John Lord. Also in top form was singer Ian Gillum, who crooned and exploded with amazing power and range throughout to establish himself once and for all as one of the finest voices of his generation. Yes, the plodding shuffle of Maybe I'm a Leo shows some signs of age, but punchy singles, Picture of Home, and Never Before remain as vital as ever, displaying purple at their melodic best. And finally, the spectacular space trucking drove Machine Head home with yet another tremendous Blackmore rift providing a fitting conclusion to one of the essential hard rock albums of all time. All right, what do we think of Machine Head this by is a, Deep Purple? a rocking roll record. This is a very rocking record. It literally shreds. It's, yeah. It, 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 shred. it perhaps for the first time shreds. Does it shred? It shreds. It shreds. Yeah. It shreds. I would confirm that it shreds. It's currently <laughs> shredding. <laughs> Highway, think, Highway Star is currently shredding. Highway Star is currently shredding. In... I think this album is bookended by the two best songs on this album. I concur with that opinion. Definitely. Yeah, I would agree with that. Which is strange, because Space Truckin' doesn't really get much traction. Yeah, I mean, Space Truckin's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't have the shred that Highway Star does. Dude, few so... Song, few songs do have the shred that Highway Star has. It's true. Uh, so we're right now listening to the uh, the duet solo uh, guitar, organ solo, and Highway Star... 
I was reading up today. I didn't realize how much Richie Blackmore was inspired by classical music. Yeah. Uh, the chord progressions under the solos in Highway Star were uh, were based on uh, like uh, Johann Sebastian Bach mm-hmm. progressions. And then uh, there's another one too. Oh yeah, Smoke on the Water. Just uh, those those four four chords. Uh, he uh, he basically was just rearranging uh, like the layout of like Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. Yeah. I mean, I would say he was that... he was way into that classical stuff. Yeah. I mean, he they for as they... dumb as a song as Smoke on the Water <laughs> is, that was inspired by Beethoven. <laughs> I mean, but there there's some there's some chunky dumb Beethoven out there. Oh, the fifth da, 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 da. exactly, and it's a banger. <laughs> fifth is a banger, and like, but that's the thing about classical music is that if you parallel that now, the best. Or what? Well, not the best, but my favorite style of metal are the metalheads who have that classical background, because they'll fucking break out the riffs that you'll hear on, you know, Metallica's One. You know, those are the things you want to hear. I mean, the things I want to hear. <laughs> no, I mean, and heavy metal lends itself to uh, more articulation, faster things, and uh, better arrangements because it, it spreads it out, spreads those cheeks out a little bit wider than. Uh, <laughs> Than, than what you get in a typical rock and roll. Um, I still I, I, I enjoyed the record, <clears throat> but it uh, it still falls into the deep purple trap of mm-hmm. like and now the solo, like it, it's like everything's like dot 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 solo dot 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 like mm-hmm. it, the the and the, the I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that, but it was one of the complaints that we had uh, on in rock mm. was uh, the 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 way they laid the formula the formula yeah I yeah. think that one of Deep Purple's biggest strengths is also one of their biggest weaknesses. They're just like a bombastic, dumb rock and roll band. Just like, in your face, rock and roll! And that's also their downside. You know, there's just like, you get past that, and there's not as much to work with. Like, lyrics can be pretty dumb. I think, you know, uh, cold take here. Smoke on the Water is a dumb song. It's a super dumb song. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Smoke on the Water. Had, having heard <laughs> it on the radio, th- did you realize, having heard it on the radio, that it is a just basic, straight-up, factual telling of what happened? Yeah. I, oh, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's important for and, history. And this is how it went down. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. Until now, I didn't realize that, like, oh, the lyrics are just a straight story about how a guy at a Frank Zappa concert shot a flare on the roof of a casino and burned it so they couldn't record there and they had to record somewhere else. And then the last verse is just, okay, now we're recording somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> That's just dumb. Yeah. Talk about Randy Newman talking about things that he sees and he's just talking about it. How about Deep Purple? <laughs> Not so Deep Purple. <laughs> There's a guy. I do, though. Man, and I thought I I thought that I understood what this lyric was, but then I googled the lyrics, and the way it was spelled by whatever bozo on Google that puts the lyrics up wasn't. I thought maybe I'm a Leo, but I ain't a lion. Like I might be a Leo, but I am not lying to you. I'm telling you the truth. Uh, but if you look up the lyrics, is Maybe I'm a Leo, but I am not an actual liar. <laughs> like, like, oh, well, I, 
I hope that that's I. <laughs> I, re- I really thought I saw found like a little bit of nuance in the Deep Purple re- lyric, but, but maybe I didn't. <laughs> no cheeky fun to be had here, no. sir. Honestly, I think that's something a lion would say, though. So you, you can't. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Spoken like a real lion. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, the 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 riff of uh, maybe I'm a Leo, which is in our headphones right now, uh, was somewhat inspired by uh, John Lennon's "How Do You Sleep." Uh, Richie Blackmore liked that the riff of that song didn't start on the one; it started on the and. So he wanted to do he wanted to write a riff yeah. that started on the and, and that's where maybe I'm a Leo's riff came out of. Yeah, yeah. This is a very riff centric, I mean, album, just like Led Zeppelin, just like. Uh, Black Sabbath. So, yeah. I mean, I I started to listen to Deep Purple a lot more when I was in state, and we were playing. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. We were heavily inspired by obviously Faith No More, Queens of the Stone Age, and Deep Purple, and that was basically the sort of uh, background. Not to, not to mention there were a lot of other stuff, but at the same time, I mean, we covered Highway Star, so uh, I got very familiar with sort of like the Deep Purple catalog and. The straight-ahead rock and roll is what draws me to this. The sort of, like, you put that on, and it's the ultimate, like, get in your car and gun it yeah. song. Like which a is, highway star. Which is cool. <laughs> also, run it into the ground? That's fucking dope. <laughs> you basically are going to, no matter what, destroy your car <laughs> by going fast. <laughs> I'm way up to Bloomington. Um, <laughs> like, coming off of the, uh, that, that little exit from, like, where Bedford, like, curves around to finally hit 37. Yeah. That's right when Highway Star <laughs> came on. <laughs> and it was like, ah! <laughs> Dude, I read today uh, how Highway Star, the song, came to be. Apparently, they, they were on a, 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 a tour bus... Promoting like they're they're promoting their album before this Fireball, and there was a journalist on the tour bus, and, and he was talk. They were talking to the band, and the question was like, so like, what's your guys' writing process? How do you guys write songs? And Richie Blackmore had an acoustic guitar and just starts writing a G, just just writing that G, and uh, and Ian Gillian just starts going into the lyrics of Highway Star like off the cuff, just singing about cool cars and cool ladies. And apparently, by the by that night, they had finished the song and they played it on stage. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. Yep, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> How do you write songs? I uh, just write an open G, man. <laughs> and he talks about cars. <laughs> and we just and shred. <laughs> and then we sh- and then we shred. Once we get that nailed the down, formula. Yeah, we just start shredding. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of an ACDC formula. There's a riff, there's a chorus, and then shred. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The math checks out. <laughs> uh, this did uh, hit the number one spot on British charts uh, within seven days of its release. Wow. Remained there for two weeks before returning in May for a further week. And in the U.S., the album peaked at number seven, remained on the charts for two years. Wow. And right now we're listening to Pictures of Home, which uh, I'd heard multiple times, but it only struck me for the first time today. Today, it got me. Yeah. It's very, it's power metal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love Pictures of Home. It's really, it's like proto-maiden. It's, yeah, for sure. I think the, the the drum intro is cool. It's clean and it's short, and that's what I want in a drum intro. Yeah. And then that that just like uh, the escalating riff, like bow, 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 it's so cool. There's actually a decent bass solo in this song. I was gonna mention the bass solo. It, the bass solo is the right amount of length. It is, and it does something interesting enough to sort of like carry it through. It's yeah, and it, then the whole song has that that galloping rhythm, which always just makes me think of Maiden. Yeah. Dude, pictures of home. Yeah, that's, that's my that's like my dark horse behind Highway Star for this album. I was yeah, gonna a sleeper. Yeah. yeah. Have we come across Gallops yet? Blue Cheer maybe. Uh, no, Blue Cheer was straight. Is this the first galloping band? Does the Sabbath gallop? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, they do in um in Black Sabbath. Yes, the very first song, but when it goes to the uh, goes to the bridge, yeah, oh yeah, or the second, you know, so- song, yeah, yeah, nope, absolutely. All right, never mind. So, but at the same time, I mean, Deep Purple was, you know, they were right, they, they were coincide, sorry, yeah. yeah, and also, you know, I think all three of those bands, I can't believe all three of these bands were like active at the exact same time and in the same from the tiny same, little island, yeah. Not That's that right, tiny. I said it. It's tiny. <laughs> say that tiny. It's like the size of Ohio. It's wee. You can drive across it in four hours. It's a tiny <laughs> island. Get over yourselves. But I do appreciate the sort of um the sort of leads that aren't purely uh, guitar. Deep Purple presents I think that's one of the strengths too, is Deep Purple presents a different type of soloing. Yeah, we're listening to the bass solo right now, which is actually pretty cool. Kind of reminds me a bit of a, the Who, like if oh, yeah. uh, Intwistle was was to do a bass solo, he would definitely do something similar. I love that riff too, yeah. the the guitar riff that comes in after the bass solo. Yeah, yeah, they leave space open for a variety of things that aren't just straight up yeah, guitar. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, John John Lord's organ riffs, and he does the organ like through an overdriven. Like stack, like it almost has like a, a guitar distorted guitar timbre to it, which you know in Highway Star when like the organ's doing a, it wouldn't be a guitarmony, guitorgony, guitorgony, keytarmony, keytarmony. Thank mm. you, a keytarmony with I'm familiar uh, with Richie Blackmore, <laughs> like that, like it, it's just like those two textures of sound playing the same thing. It just it sounds so cool. Even in Smoke on the Water, like it starts out with the guitar. And then after a few times through that, the the, the, the the overdriven organ just doubles the guitar, just unisons it. It just sounds. I mean, that's it's so thick. Yeah, that's sort of the Black Sabbath uh, trick too of doubling up the bass and the guitar so that it just sounds super full. But this goes up to organ. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and it, it's probably <laughs> it's probably most prevalent on just lazy, right? Just comes out straight out the gate with just thick organ and nothing else. 
for like <laughs> just thick organ. That organ's just so thick. It's an, that organ's an absolute unit. Oh Lord, he Drinking juice for four days, guys. <laughs> yeah. Fucking dragging ass here. Clean, clean living Rob's got issues. Oh, it sucks. And we're listening to Never Before right now. And when this song starts out, I was put off by its uh, uh, attempted funkiness of the opening riff. But once it like kind of hits the chorus, like it it, it, it sells it on me. Like like the the chorus is a nice hook. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. What do you think, uh, Le- Lester Bangs? Thought of the album. Oh, I read it, but I forgot to write it down. Can you refresh me? Yeah, he said. Uh, he said, "Highway Star, Space Trucking, uh, is uh, is like the the best." In that, in between those two Deep Purple classics, lies nothing but good hard sockin music. That's about right. Yeah. What yeah. did Kreisgau think? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I think oh. He, I, I think he did. Uh, Kreisgau rated the album a B, writing, "I approve of their." Sp- of their speeding. That's a highway star is fast. Yeah. Mm. It's mm. a fast car and a woman. Yeah. And his head. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all doing speed. So I like this this quote from uh uh the drummer Ian uh Pice, P A I C E Pice, uh, about smoke on the water. <laughs> He's like He's, this is paraphrasing a little bit, but he says, uh, the amazing thing with that riff is that someone hadn't done it already. <laughs> huh. Why it's, not? It's pretty basic. <laughs> yeah. It's very basic. Smoke but... on the Water uh, is part of some Guinness World Records. Uh, it, uh, well, so it's the, it has it, it beaten, the record has been beaten multiple times Always with smoke on the water, though, and that's how many guitarists can play a song at the same time. Uh, uh, starting in like the early two thousands, with like it was like somewhere in Canada, and it was like fifteen hundred guitarists playing "Smoke on the Water." Uh, most recently in two thousand nine, uh, six thousand three hundred and forty six guitarists played Whoa. "Smoke on the Water" in Wrocław, Poland, uh, setting a Guinness World Record. So if you're gonna have like six point three thousand guitars playing a song, it should probably be a basic dumb song. Yeah, something that you can teach somebody in five minutes. Also, 
I would have loved to be there just to see 6,000 people play Smoke on the Water. As dumb as that song is, I want to hear it coming out of 6,000 amps. Yeah. I, that, that sounds pretty awesome. That sounds, that sounds, amazing. That sounds yeah. awesome. You know? Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Rob? I mean, it, 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 it's, it's a... Uh, yes, yes. It's, a, it, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> this, is, this is the best Deep Purple album we've heard, and it's an excellent record. Or will hear. I believe. Yeah. Is this, the, is just, this it? This is our best one. Uh, we, we all done with the Deep Purple? There's a lot of permutations of Deep Purple, but I think the no, rest are Rick, not... Richie Blackmore joins Rainbow. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Ian Gillian, I forget what he joins. They kind of like... No, we have one more. Ooh. Made, made in Japan. Made in Japan. Oh, yeah. That's probably coming right up, because that yep. was that's a live album recorded on the tour, the Machine Head tour. Yep. I bet that's so going to be... So it'll probably nope. be most of these same songs, I'm guessing. I guess we'll find out. Hmm. I guess we will. Awesome. I bet Deep Purple Live is tort, though. Yeah. Positive for me. Cool. Positive for me. You know, it's not without its faults. It's a dumb rock and roll record. I love dumb rock and roll records. You yeah. know, like, I, I, I'm not going to put it up there on the same level as some of the stuff that just, like, really rings true to my heart. But, man, sometimes you just, you just want some heavy-duty guitar riffs and rock songs, and Deep Purple will always deliver that. So yeah, positive for me. Yeah, positive. It's you know it's one corner of the of the triumvirate. Uh, it's maybe the least sophisticated, with the exception of the guitar work on on Highway Star and the just bombast of Space Trucking. But but it's still fucking solid. <laughs> like you can't you can't really say too much bad about it. Yeah, you can't mess with Deep Purple. I mean, high. They know their strength and they do do it well. And I mean, even if you don't want to listen to the whole album, the first song "Highway Star" is going to give you like the sense of everything that is awesome about Deep Purple. I'm surprised "Highway Star" wasn't a a, a huge hit. I, am, I mean, it's long, but it's not it's not longer than "Inagana de Vida." Yeah, I was I was a bit surprised too that that "Smoke on the Water" was the single. Instead of Highway Star. Well, people are dumb and it's a dumb song. Yeah, dumb, dumb it down. <laughs> Gotta dumb it, dumb it down. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it's a dumb song. I would say it's a very simplistic song. Oh, although the lyrics, words. And I'll use although the lyrics are a bit, yeah, Trey. Mm. And then this happened. Yeah, yeah, and fair this enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> they call that bed to bed writing. <laughs> Highway Star rips. But don't sleep on space trucking. If you've never heard space trucking, crank out some space trucking. Because that was that's a surprise for most folks. Yeah. Get out your Xbox 360, put in Rock Band, and find <laughs> yourself some space trucking. That's right. Uh, next time we'll be talking about Big Star, number one record. Oh, no shit. All right. Oh, yeah. Thanks, y'all. Oh, wow. It's, it's cool. getting nuts. Yeah, it is. Nuts to butts. Can you pull that back up?